The last thing we were discussing was if Mi'un was totally nullifying a marriage, then at what point, if she gets uh, if she gets a Mi'un from her second husband, is she allowed to go back to her first husband or vice versa? And we ended up with the statement of Rav Yitzhak Barashian. We ended up with two that go against each other. We weren't sure. That if her first husband gave her a get, and she was in from the second, uh, she would be allowed to get married to his brothers. And another one said that she's not allowed to get married to his brothers. With that, we're starting on the last line of Kufhet Amud Bet, where it says, Hamgaresh Taisha, from the Mishnah, Hamgaresh Taisha Vihazira, Muteret Layabam. A person marries a lady, divorces her, remarries her, and he dies without children. She's Mutar to the Yabam. Even though at one point she was considered Grushat Tahiv, doesn't make a difference. She's Mutar. Rebil Azar, Oser Rebil Azar says, once she's a Sur, she's a Sur forever. Vichenam Garesh Taitoma, persons may Garesh Taktana Behazira, and then he brings her back, and he does that children, Mutar Tlayabam, Veribil Azar, Oser. Ktana Sheisia, Aviha Venit Kasha. Once the Ktanao got married legitimately by Torah standards, where the father accepted her kiddushin and he has permission to do such a thing, if she gets divorced, she now becomes kitoma bechayehaav. She becomes as if she's a yetoma, and her father can't marry off the next guy. So now what happens? Vehazira. Now she brings her back. So the second husband remarries her and he does that children. She is now, according to everyone, Asur to the Yabam because her original marriage was a marriage. The divorce was a divorce. And now she's get, she got married to him a second time, but she's still a Ktana. That's only Midirabanan. And now the Yab, that doesn't get, put her in a Yibum situation because Midiraita, she's Girushat Ahiv. And therefore, according to everyone, there's an Yisur Karet here, and she can't, uh, there's no Yibum in this type of case. Now the Gemara asks, What's Rabbi Lazar's reason? He holds that a lady who gets married, gets divorced, uh, go, goes back and marries the same guy, um, he dies without any children, there's no Yibum. Why? She was, at one point or another, she even feels for one hour, she was Girushat Ahiv. Therefore, she's Asur forever. If that's the case, she shouldn't need even a Halitza. If you want to say that's true, she doesn't even get a Halitza. Rabbi Lazar is the one who said that she gets a Halitza. I don't know the reason of Rabbi Lazar. Let me explain to you what Rabbi Lazar's reason is. He wasn't sure what brings her to Yibum. Is it the fact that uh, she, uh, she, that her, that the husband passed away with no kids, and that brings her to Yibum, or is it that they were that original marriage brought her to Yibum? Ligma explains. If it's the mitah that brings her higher, she has to get a yibum. If it's the original marriage that puts them together, she's at one point she was even for one hour she was a sur to him. And because of that safek, he's not sure what she considered. Therefore, she gets a halitza, not no yibum. According to Rabbi Lazar, no, it's mitama pelet. When there's a divorce in town, everybody hears about it. When, but when they get remarried, nobody hears it again. If she gets a yibum, everyone's going to think that he's a uh, meyabim girushat 
for Bilazar said, no, you boom, just do the Halitza. The Gemara asks, opposite, Adraba, Hazara, Kevande, Atvatute, Itle Kala. She's opposite the Hazara when she's gets divorced and gets remarried, them, everyone hears about it, they're living together, everyone sees them together. The Gemara answers, Miloskin and the Hadra, Beortao, Shriv, Betsafra. Aren't we talking about a case where they got divorced in the morning, they felt bad, at night they got married, and meanwhile he dies the next morning? And nobody heard about that, and now if she falls in front of him to Yibum, everyone's going to think, uh, everyone's going to think, Al-Girusha is mitiabemet. Amar, Hainu ta'amid Rabbi Lazar. What's Rabbi Lazar's reason? The gazar haneh mishu mitoma b'chaye ha'av ve'chazira. Ravashe holds that Rabbi Lazar was gozer in the case of the... Tana was married off by her mother and her brother, and she got a divorce with the get. Then she got remarried, and he died without children. And technically, the she should be a yibum, but they're not going to get a yibum. Why? Because of the case of the Sefa and the Mishnah, where Yetoma Av, where the father married off, which is a hundred percent kosher marriage, and they got divorced and they got remarried. That remarriage is only midrabanan, and that's for sure she's a surdei abim. So the ktana with the miun mishum the ktana with the regular uh, marriage from the father. Hachinami mistabat, and it makes sense that that Rabbi Lazar was was gozer the miun case because of the father marrying her off case. Midiktana sefa was a sefa say ktana she siya avia vinidgasha a ktana who was married by her father and she got divorced ki toma bechaye haav. And she's like Yetoma Bahayaab, the Hazira. Now he marries her off of the Nisuin and it's only the Rabbanan. The Vra call Shasurala Yabam. Hi, my mother, what are you coming to teach me that piece? Pshita, it's simple. Uh, the last the marriage was only Midera Banan, and she's like, uh, you know, Girushata Hiv. Ela, love, Hakamashman, are you coming to teach me Tama, the Rebil Azar, the Gazar Hanach, Mishumai? You're coming to teach me that we're Gozer in the case of the Ktana with the Mi'un. Mishum the ktana mishum av shma'amina. Tanya kavate de ravashe, the zebratel kavashe, modim hachamim de bil azar, biktana shisia, via vinit kasha. Hachamim agreed to bil azar and a ktana that her father married off, she got divorced. Harei kitoma behaya av, she's like a toma behaya av, haziran, and her husband remarried her, shasra de abam, she's a sort of mammy pressure, gerusha, gerushin gimurin, ve'en hazarata, hazaragi mura. Her second, her first marriage and her divorce is 100% Alpi Torah, but her second marriage is only Midera Banan, so she's only, she's Gerushat Ahiv, Midoraita, therefore Halitza. That's all if he divorced her when she's a Ktana and he married, and he remarried when she's a Ktana, that's already a deoraita. Ina mi hazirak she iktana vegadlaitzlo. Or if he remarried her when she's iktana and she grew up a couple years later and uh, she became a gedola, vamet and he died without children, ocholetzet, omitia bemet. Because her marriage turned into a deoraita. Mishum rebil azar amru, ocholetzet, velomitia bemet. And from Mishum rebil azar, we said she gets a halitza, not a yibum. And you have to say the reason is because. Of the Yetoma Bahayab Av, and that goes according to Ravashe. Baami Nerava Merav Nahman, Rava Asrav Nahman, according to Bilazar, Saratamahu. What's the story with the Tsara? Is she Muta or not? Amade, he gufa Gezera, Vanani Kumnixove Gezera Gezera. She herself is a Gezera. Why Mishum Ktana Yetoma Bahayab? 
Right, now we're going to come put a gzera on the tzara because of the gzera, because of the... Come on, that was a, that's a little bit too much. He should be able to get a yibum. Tosfot also explains a little bit differently than Rashi what exactly the gzera is. He says the gzera is that she's a surah midra banan. Because people might not have heard that they got back together, and 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 but the tzara doesn't is not part of this gzera. The Gemara asks, "Vehatanya mishum Rabbi Lazar Amru he, the lady who comes back after they get vetsarata holetz, they both get a halitza. He vetsarata salkadatach, both of them. That's, that's, we we know that only one halitza for each house." Elalav or he or tzaratah holetz. Rather, you have to say that or or she gets the halitza or the tzara gets the halitza. But both of them are asur to the yabam. But you see that now. What do you learn that the tzara does not get a yibum? The command says not lav tarotzer kometrat. That's not uh, that's not an answer. You could see that the brayta wasn't one hundred percent, and we have to explain it. And if you have to already start explaining it, taritzachi explain like this: he holetz it tzaratah or holetz it or miyabemit. If the, that uh, the, that grusha that came back, she gets a halitza, she does not get a boom, and you could say that Sarah is either holetzet or mitiabemet, and she's poteret the other the other lady hozeret, like Rav Nachman said. The Mishnah: Shnei Achinus and Shnei Achayot Ketanot. Two brothers they married to two Achayot Ketanot. They both married midrabanan because Ketanot on midrabanan omet ba'ala shelachat men. One of their brothers passed away. So the Ktana, the Yebama, she's going to be Yotzeh because her sister is married to the brother-in-law and she's an Ayrvah. Which their marriages are only uh, through Midrabanan because uh, she's not 100% competent. But if the, the two Harashot are sisters and one uh, and one of the brothers pass away, then uh, she falls to the other one. She's Patur Mitzah, she's Ayrvah. Here's where it gets tricky. Gedola uktana. One of the sisters is a gedola. One of them is a ktana. Met baala shel ktana. The younger one passed away. Tetzak ktana mishum hot isha. Then the then the ktana is yotzeh. She's free to go because she, she's a hot isha. She's a erva, and her sister is married midoraita. She was only the rabbanan. Does nothing. Met baala shel gedola. If the older sister's husband passed away and she was married midoraita and she falls in front of. Uh, the other brother, and remember, her sister's only the Rabbanan, so there's a connection with the to the Yibama, and there's only a connection which is the Rabbanan to the Ketana. We teach the Ketana to be Mima'in, and this way she's going to nullify the marriage, and he can do the Yibum and the Gdola. Rabban Gamel Omer, if she, did, she wants to do Mi'un, go ahead and do Mi'un. If not, she should wait till she's older. Her kiddushin will be a kiddushin. And the gedola now, who's a yebama all these years, is now going to say, oh, my sister's older, she, uh, she's married midoraita, I'm a hot isha, she's free to go. And we will see that Rabbi Le'ezer felt that there is a zika, there is a connection, and Rabban Gamli held that there was no connection, and that's why you could pull that off. Rabbi Yeshua Omer, I feel bad for him because his wife, he lost his wife and he lost uh, his brother's wife. Why? He has to divorce his wife because there is a connection. And he has to give the Yabama Halitza and now he doesn't have any of them. Rabbi Yoshua felt that you can't force her to do a Mi'un and you can't force, she can't stay by him because the other one has a strong Zika. 
Therefore, he has, to, he has to give her a get, and the other one is only left to get a chalitza, and he loses both of them. Now, the Gemara has a problem with Rabbi Lazer. You're going to teach this girl how to be mi'un, or mishare? Do we, do we do we allow such a thing to teach a girl how to do mi'un? Uh, a person should stick to three things, and run away from three things, you should stick with the shloshad varim, number one, always do the chalitza. Shalom, and make sure we bring peace to people. And always nullify your vows. This way, you don't make any mistakes. Run away from three things. Number one, run away from miun. Miun is a bad thing. Don't hold any collaterals. Don't be a cosigner for anyone's loan. So you see, we're not supposed to teach this girl to do a miun. So realize what are you doing? So the Gemara answers, not miun the mitzvah shani. It's different over here. In a case where they're, we're, we're throwing her in front of you, boom, there's a Yabama staying over here. We can't do anything with her. Therefore, we tell her for your sister's sake and the Yabama's sake and your brother-in-law's sake, we do a, yibu, do a miun. And by the way, Tosafot does mention, because it just out of this uh, fear of staying away from miunim, uh, whenever you have a yetoma, do not marry her until she can prove she's a gedola. That's Tosafot. Interesting. Okay. Gufa. Taneba kaparad. Laodam idbaka dam shloshad vayim. A person should stick to three things. Bachalitza keabashaul. You should stick to halitza like abashaul. The Tanya. Abashaul Omer. Hakones tiyavim tod Hashem noy. A person wants to, uh, he's he marries his yebama because she looks pretty. The Hashem should he wants to be married uh, or the Hashem davar her. You know he wants to. He wants to be with her. He's just in the mood, right? He has a tavak. It's as if you're with an airva. It's almost as if the child is a mamzer. Why should you be, bring peace? You should ask for shalom and run after it. Person who runs after tzedakah should find life, he should find tzedakah in this world, and kavod in olam haba. And we see bringing peace to people is just like Kimil Hazlim. And therefore, a person should stick to Hava'at Shalom. Person who swears, he vows, it's as if he build a bama, a mizbeach to, to give korbanot when you're not, in an area you're not supposed to have, and if a person who keeps it, it's as if you gave a korban, you did another isur. The Ran in Nedarim explains that uh, you know we uh, the Torah already gave us enough things to be osir. Don't add things. Don't uh, make things harder for you. If you want to just give, give without uh, promising. Or you want to, and uh, it's much easier that way. Vitrahek mishloshad varim, running away from three things. Number one, minhami unin. Why Dilma Gadla Omihataba? Because if she grows up and she says, you know what, then maybe I did a horrible idea when I did a miun, I rather sh- I should have been mista- I should have stayed married to him. And the Miri explains what could happen is if she's married to another guy, she says I should have been married to my first husband, I should have stayed married to my first husband. That that could be a real problem. You could break the second marriage and that could just lead to a million problems. Number two, Umina Pikdonot. Uh, don't take any collaterals from someone living in your city 
because now he becomes a ben bait by you. He starts to visit you a lot, talking about payment, talking about this, coming to pick up that. And all of a sudden, he might uh, take back his collateral without you noticing, noting about it, and you get yourself into big trouble. Number And the last one, number three, co-signing like by the city of Shelzion. And over there, they would uh, they would ask the co-signer for the money before they get to, to the borrower. And the rest of the is bad because it could now Arav could mean you mixed someone not from uh, someone who's a stranger, or Arav means you were a co-signer for someone who's a stranger. So therefore, the Gemara explains one bad thing after another would be bad. Them gerim to people who accept gerim. Over here it means uh, mix, you mix uh, strangers with us. Now Tosafot does mention that if uh, if a person is really trying, if a guy is really trying to, to convert and really doing everything he has to do, then uh, you should accept them. But number two, to the people who co-sign, here's Arav means co-signer, of Shelzion that will be asked to pay back the loan before uh, the, the borrower himself. And the rest of the pasuk will talk about a person who learns something and is not mekayim, learns for the sake of learning, doesn't keep anything. The Gemara explains bad things will come to a person who them kable gerim kerbi halbo. They accept gerim like 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 kerbi explained. Amar bi halbo kashim gerim leisrael kesapachat baor. The gerim are so hard for Israel, they're as if they're like tsarat in in their body. And as she explains, because they, you know, they don't, they're mezalzel, they make light of all the mitzvot, and, and the Jewish people learn from them not to keep the mitzvot as strong. And by the way, there is a Tosafot in Kiddushin that says opposite, that uh, the, uh, the Gerim, they keep the mitzvot more than Israel, and therefore uh, it doesn't look good on us. Now the Gemara goes back to Arve Shaltzion, uh, the the place Shaltzion, that uh, they would go to the cosigner before the uh, the borrower to collect it up. Why the Shelof dots? Shelof means they would throw themselves away from the borrower and dots, and they stick themselves into the cosigner to go get the money over there. And the rest of the pasuk, meaning a person just learns, doesn't do the mitzvah. In lo Torah, the person says, "I don't want to learn Torah in lo Torah," so he doesn't have the reward of learning Torah. The Gemara says, "Pshita, he, he didn't learn Torah. Why should he get reward?" I'm only, in, I'm, I'm not doing the mitzvah. I'm just going to learn in lo Torah. He only has Torah. Hanami Pshita, well, we know that he didn't do the mitzvot, so he only learns, so he gets a reward for learning. No, so the Gemara answers, Ela dafilu Torah, and he doesn't even have the reward for learning Torah if he's not going to do the mitzvot. Because the Pasuk says, Ulmatem va'asitem, you have to learn and you have to do. Kol sheishno ba'asiyah, if you do the mitzvot, yishno bilmidah, then your learning counts. Kol sheishno ba'asiyah, eno bilmidah, if you don't do, you know, it doesn't count as you learned. Or you could say like what exactly what you said in the beginning. If you say I only have the limud Torah, but I'm not doing the mitzvot, you only have Torah. What does it mean? You're a teacher. 
What happened? So you teach a halacha class, you yourself don't keep, but your students keep the mitzvot. Maybe you should say that he has reward that the students are, are keeping the mitzvot. He only has the teaching of Torah itself, but he has nothing else. Meaning, whatever the ma'asid, the mitzvot that the students do, nothing. Or you can explain like this. A dayan who a din comes in front of him, vigamar halacha, and he knows there's a halacha. Umdame will tell him that now he compares one thing to another. Veitle rabba velo azilu meshael, and he has a rabbi. He just doesn't go to ask the rabbi. The amar be so you're about to give a chidush, and you're not asking your rav. The amar be shmuel ben hamani, amar be yonatan leolam yir edayan atzmok ilu chervu nachat lo bini rachotav. A dayan should always see as if there is a sword stuck right in between his feet. The resting place of Shlomo, and we know Shlomo is Melech Shalom, Loza Kadosh Baruch Hu. And over there, there was Lishkata Gazit where the Sanhedrin was. Shishim Giborim Saviv Lame Giborei Israel. These are the Dayanim in the Sanhedrin. And Tosfot asks, there are 70, and he gives a different Perush, but either way, Mipahad Balelot. Each one uh, they had a each harbo al There was a sword by his uh, feet. Mipahad balelot from the fear at night. Maybe there was a figurative, uh, or uh, maybe not literally there was a sword, but uh, there was at least figuratively they, they had in mind as if there was a sword. What's pahad balelot? Mipahad shalgeinam shedomela laila. So therefore, the dan has to be careful that he doesn't make any mistakes. Rabban Gamliel Omer im meana meana. If she did, if she did a mi'un when she was young, she did a mi'un. If not, let her wait till she gets older, and then her sister should go out mishum hotisha because now her mar- because her the, the sister's marriage became a deoraita. What's Rabban Gamliel's reason? Why is it that when she be when this katana becomes bigger, she now her marriage becomes a deoraita, and her sister should go out free? He holds, Rabban Gamli holds that the Ktana's marriage is, you know, just uh, hanging on the uh, hang, hanging on the balance until she grows up. And once she grows up, all of a sudden that Kiddushin takes place, even though there was no Be'ila, meaning retroactively we understand that it now becomes a Deoraita. And which means that the Yebama, her sister, is free to go. Rashba has a different pirush than Rashi. He explains that uh, it's like sort of a kiddushin al that when she grows up, it'll take place and something like that. Ayin Shema. So the question is, what does Rabban Gamliel hold? Does he hold that she's a that the ktanas kiddushin are hanging in the balance, and it, and when she becomes a gedolah, automatically takes place, or dilma, or maybe he needs to do a be'ila? Mishum de Kasava, because he holds Ham Kadesh a hot Yebama, persons make Kadesh the hot of the Yebama. Niftera Yebama Valhalla. Now, this Yebama has to go away. She's Asur Mishum a hot Isha. Ibaal in, if he's boiled the Ktana after she becomes a Gdullah, then the, her sister is Patu even from a Halitza, because he was already with her when she's a Gdullah, with her sister when she's a Gdullah. But if he's not boiled, then her sister still needs a halitza. Amarle. So Rav told Rabbi Lazar, Let me explain to you what his reason is. Mishum de Kasavar, Kadesh, Hot Yabama. Person Mikadesh, the Hot Yabama, Niftera Yabama, Halchala. 
When Rav was half asleep, he said something like that. A person is her kiddushin or hanging. What does teluin mean? It doesn't mean that what it means hanging. That means when she becomes a gedola, she becomes married, even though there was no ba'ilah. Amale Ravin Bered Rav Nachman. So Ravin Bered Rav Nachman answers back Rav Sheshat to explain what Rav was saying. You could just explain it a different way. You could just say it's all talui in the ba'ilah. If it was boil, yeah, no boil, no ba'ilah, no. And the reason that she explains is because when she's a ktana, there's never a full doubt that she's going to be ma- that she's 100% married. Why? Because there's always the option of. Either he could go give me a divorce and I could always back out of it with a mi'un. But once I'm married, uh, as a gdola, I'm, it's 100% uh, works. Now, the Ramban doesn't like this perush of the Rashi. He brings the perush of Rav Haigaon and the Ravad. The Rav, uh, the Rav Sheshat said he's better than Ravin uh, uh, from the Mishnayot. But Ravin is better from him in Pilpula. Yeah, Ayan Shama. So the Gemara asks, "V'savar Rav ibaal ini lo baal lo." You tell me that Rav holds the needs to be baila. V'ha'it mark tana shelo mi'ana v'higdila aktana who wasn't me'ma in it, and she grew up. V'amda v'nisit and she married someone else. Rav amar not zricha get misheni. She doesn't need a get from the the second person because that marriage automatically took place once she became gedola. Ushmuel amar zricha get misheni. She needs a get from the second person. My love, de lo baal. Are we talking about a case where he wasn't uh, where she, he wasn't boiled after she became a gdola? She walked out, she married someone else. The grand says, "Lo, no, Rav was talking about she. She doesn't need to get from the second person. The baal is when the first husband was boiled when she was uh, gdola, and mistama was the shem kiddushin, and it just can't happen on its own. We'll stop right here. Baruch Hashem leolam. Amen. Ve'amen.